0: This week, we want to know once again, what's the story... Hi, my name is Joe Painter, and I'm here hosting What's the Story on The People Chronicles. And I suggest, I strongly suggest you make that a favorite on your homepage. You make it your homepage, as a matter of fact, thepeoplechronicles.com, because there is this story every week, but there are so, so many more. So give it some time. I think you will be renewed and invigorated and even inspired by the many stories you'll find on The People Chronicles. So what's the story with uh, transformation? Do you ever feel like, oh my goodness, this life, I don't know what I'm going to do next or I'm stuck and you want to start a new life, a new journey, you don't know how to do it. Let me please, let me please introduce you to Deb Moore. Hi, Deb.
1: Hi, Joe. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. Thanks for coming by the People Chronicle studio. I appreciate that. So transformation, you are the personification of multiple lives in one life. Some people believe in multiple lives. I'm coming around and around and <laughs> again. And you, th- you have done it in this life because, it, if folks who don't know, b- briefly, you, you founded your own mergers and acquisition company. Yeah. Hugely successful. You were ranked in the top 1% of your profession yeah. as a CBI. Yeah. You were the well. business leader of the year for the Chamber of Commerce. But wait, I'm not done. Also, one of the top 50 business women in PA. So that is pretty darn successful. Everybody knew you. What you did, what you touched was successful. And then you gave it all away.
1: Well, you know, uh, when you talk about transformation... We come from an era baby boomers. Yeah. You know, we, we, say yeah. we, we used to go to hip joints, and now we get new joints. We used to have acid indigestion or, or go to uh, acid rock. Now we get acid indigestion, you know. And remind me us, again, yeah, Deb. Yeah, yeah, right. And with the guys especially, I like to remind them that they had long hair, but now they just long for hair, right? Yeah. So our life is a transformation, Joe. And uh, if you think about it, um, even in our marriage, the person we married, the same name, But look at how we've grown. Yeah, we're not the
0: same person when we've grown. Absolutely not. Good point.
1: Yes. So I have been very blessed in business and was able to uh, be a a part of the community and uh, always give back to the community and involve a lot of people. But uh, time came in uh, January of 2010. It was a significant time of uh, transition. I actually turned my business over to a, a business partner because I just knew there was something else. There was something different that I was supposed to be doing. That's the best way I can explain it. Can I, can I
0: let's just stop right there. January of 2010, because what you just described, I think many people, that resonates with people. You're kind of going along, you're doing your thing, everything's wonderful, but something's missing. And we don't yes. know what it is. We don't know how to put our finger on it. How did you identify that and, and act on that? What was happening in your life?
1: Well, what was happening in business was okay. that I had so many wonderful clients that came to me, people that wanted to buy a business or sell their business. And many of them were the baby boomer era. Think about that. At that age, you know, Mm in the 50s, 60s, okay, worked hard all my life, and now here I am. uh, You know, I sacrificed a lot with family, um, and I I worked real hard, and now here I am selling my business. And you know what happened to a lot of those people? I shouldn't say a lot, but all too many. And this was across the the country. In all the other offices of mergers and acquisitions. So
0: these are, you're referencing people who were successful and had businesses? Yes. Primarily.
1: And what happened when they sold their business? Many became depressed. Mm -hmm. Many became disillusioned. Some of them even attempted or were successful at suicide. Made me think, what is this all about? There has to be something else, something really, really missing.
0: There were that many that you that you knew who were depressed or attempting or committing suicide and that's what changed your mission?
1: My office was only one of 370 offices and when we would get together in conferences it became a topic of conversation. There were consulting practices that sprung up because of this situation that was happening and we were dealing with it but yet We weren't dealing with the heart of it, and that's the dignity of our life. Who are we really? And one person summarized it so great in Time magazine. They had an article about suicide, and she said, this woman said, when my husband died and committed suicide, we had all these years that we worked together a dream to go to France, Mm. and he died. And years later, people said, live the dream, go to France. She went to France. She spent two weeks there on the Riviera. And she said, you know what I found the difference is? In two weeks, not one person asked me, what do you do for a living? In not France. Not one person asked about what's your job. Do you
0: know what? That is one of the first questions we ask one another.
1: Absolutely. What do you do? Yes. What do you do? You're identified by you are. your work. And what was happening was we saw people, business entrepreneurs, losing focus of who they are. So when they
0: retired, they lost their identity.
1: Yes. And then January 2010, Mm -hmm. I get a call from out of the blue from a pastor in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And he said, Deb, I don't know why I'm calling you, but (laughs) I have a ticket to go to the Dominican Republic. We have a church that we're building there in Naba. It's a village that's 30 miles from Haiti. And I said, Haiti? There was just a horrific earthquake 10 days ago in Haiti. (laughs) We're doing all kinds of relief efforts for the people there. 300,000 killed, 300,000 injured, and 1.2 million that were displaced. And he said, well, we'll do relief efforts while we're there. I'm on a plane, go to Naba.
0: You know, when a pastor calls and says, I have a ticket, you can't say no.
1: No, you can't. In <laughs> you're, fact, you're in. <laughs> I, I said, how am I going to tell this to my husband? I'm driving home, and I'm like, okay, the plane's leaving in three days. I'm going to oh, drive home. Oh, my goodness, home. that quick. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay.
1: And um, But I already knew the answer. Of course, that would be my husband's answer. Yes. You know, that get on the plane and go. See ya. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and um, when I was there... Working with those people, seeing the humility, even in the total devastation of what happened, it just opened my eyes. What to
0: opened your eyes? Seeing those people, what,
1: what, what hit you? Their love. They had so, so little, but yet they had such love, they had such compassion, they weren't complaining, they weren't mumbling. The children had a ball and a stick to play with in the street but they were happy
0: so that's the, the a series of incidents in part that led you to sell your business
1: by this time i had already sold you my did business sell it. Okay. The, the year before okay. and i'm opening up myself to okay where am i supposed to be i knew i had a calling on my heart
0: you just many didn't know what to do
1: ago, didn't know what to do with it but is this that my when Lord this knows came what about. to do
0: i'm holding up a book it's called boomer's peace i love this book it's a Thank good you. book. Thank you. Um, is that when this started after the mission?
1: Yes. Came home, and I thought, okay, where do I go from here? Came came back from the Dominican Republic, and where do we go from here? And what I did, um, as I say in the book, I I really don't have enough patience. In fact, I'm, I'm sitting here with my feet like kind of <laughs> gone because I don't have enough patience to uh, sit and get a haircut or ever uh, professionally get my nails done. But I sat for a year and a half, and I wrote that book at the Jersey Shore, and uh, it was all a pouring out of um, trusting, trusting God through life's uncertainties. I want to take you
0: back in this book because I didn't know this, and you and I have spoken on several occasions, and I didn't know it until I read the book. There's something about a horse in here, in the very beginning, and that changed your life.
1: Well, kind kind of midway in there, um, one of the um, situations I talk about in the book was. How things happen, and we can look at it as such a, a tragedy. In mm-hmm. fact, this morning I was almost late here because my neighbor's uh, car was parked behind me, <laughs> and I had to wake her up, but this precious neighbor uh, came up with a situation similar to I, d- I did. And perfectly healthy 40-year-old, and she, just like that, within an hour her life changed. She developed a immune system, and it's, it's called transverse mellitus, don't know what that is, but anyway, paralyzed from the neck down. But she made it through every day, progressing. And in the book, I talk about <clears throat> excuse me, I talk about how a horseback riding accident that we thought was going to be a wonderful day when <laughs> horseback riding with a friend of mine went across the path and the horse reared up because a, a bus came around the corner and spooked it. I flew back. The horse flew back on top of me, got up and trampled me, and I couldn't move. I was in the hospital. Um, I had a broken back in several places. My knees popped open. Um, I, can, I, I won't go into a lot of details right, other right. than... Uh,
0: Suffice it to say, it drastically changed your life in that moment.
1: It, it changed my life in that moment to realize how fragile life is mm-hmm. and how... You really need to rely on the, your uh, strength. You, you need to pick yourself back up and get back. And um, I had a choice to make. And I could have blamed all this on uh, all the things that were going wrong in my life. Or you can come up with excuses and say, why me? Or you can say, by the grace of God, I'm going to make it through this. And I'm going to learn something about this and about uh, what I need, what's next in my life. And I did that. And a year later, that tragic situation resulted in that friend that I was horseback riding with, that was with me, that stood by me that whole year while I was in back braces and therapy and getting through that. Are you still friends? We're more than, well, we are friends, Joe, but we're also married. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that wasn't anticipated
0: yes. I'm, I'm going to break on that because you talked about Choices and the joy you found a, and On mission in the Dominican Republic With people who have so little So what did you do with those choices And all of these voices inside saying There must be something more That's the next chapter And it, that next chapter turned into a multitude of chapters We'll find out more about that In uh, part two With Deb Moore here on What's the story on the People Chronicles
1: Thank you, Joe.